Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey y'all, welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Hunt, and I am glad you are tuning in today. This episode is our year in review. So in the What's Happening Now segment, we're talking about the top 20 things in politics and pop culture that went down this year. In self-care, it's time to start looking ahead. So we're leaving some stuff in 2017 so we can prep for what we want in 2018. Finally, for the Black excellent segment i have a very special shout out for this one you'll have to listen to hear who it is no friend host this week so grab your tea and let's talk segment one what's happening now Okay, guys, so this is the final episode of 2017. We'll be back in 2018 with an amazing show. So since this is the final episode, before we move toward the 2018 focus, I wanted to do a year in review and talk about some of the top things that really went down this year. It has been a whirlwind. Really, we've had so much stuff going on politically, socially, culturally. There has just been an enormous amount of movement in the country. And so I wanted to highlight some of the few things uh, that happened this year just to jog our memory and to show how much crap we really just made it through. I am surprised we're still alive. Honestly, I really am. So Welcome to our final episode of 2017. So let's get started. Year review for politics or what really has truly felt like a hailscape. Oh my God, so much stuff has happened. So first things first, President Obama term officially ended. His second term ended January 20th. 
of this year, and it was a very nostalgic moment for so many of us. Um, president Obama being not only the first black president in this country, but someone who really pushed for quite a bit of social change, even though he was up against an, uh, a Congress that was very much so reluctant to do anything that he wanted to do for in his administration. Um, that first two years of his administration, he had uh, a Democratic Congress, so he had the ability to pass at least the Affordable Care Act and uh, get some legislation done there. But once the tide turned and everything flipped, unfortunately, and we got a Republican Congress, House and Senate, things just stalled from there. And so many um, of his ideas that he had basically died in Congress. Um, But he was a great president. He did some amazing things. And I am so glad that I had the opportunity to really see it um, live, to live through his administration. It was very, very cool. So we miss President Obama. I wish you can come back and be the president. Oh my God, because we are living in hell right now. I'm certain we are in hell. That leads us to the second thing that happened in politics this year, and that is the inauguration of the orange menace himself, Donald Trump. I refuse to refer to him as the president, but here we are. And with that, with his inauguration, really, truly started his stream of lies and the lies from his administration. The first thing that they come out and lie about is the number of people who attended his inauguration, which was sizably smaller than President Obama's. Um, His uh, press secretary, Sean Spicer, got in front of the podium, the the people's podium and told them that their eyes are lying to them and that it was the biggest inauguration ever, period. Not true. Um, It was nowhere near the biggest inauguration. That was President Obama's inauguration of 2008. But that's where it all started. That's where the stream of lies began for this administration. And they have lied ever since, I believe. I want to say it's the New York Times just released an article couple of days ago, um, citing that this is probably um, the most lies generated by an administration or a president in history. So that's something. Uh, next, Russiagate. So when we brought in the Trumps, we brought it in corruption. President Obama had eight years of absolutely no scandal. Well, the Trumps came in with scandal already encircling them with Russia and what happened with Russia. We all know Russia hacked our election, so to speak. Um, They definitely had and they attacked our country by putting out some um, very salacious ads against different groups in the country to try to cause divisiveness and pushed a campaign to elect Donald Trump, basically. And um, what all they did is truly considered war um, by any other administration. It would have been an act of war by this administration. They're like, no, it never happened. Even though all of our intelligence agencies, I believe 17 of our agencies have come out and said that uh, Russia definitely did um, try to influence the election of 2016. And, um, 
it's just been crazy ever since. So what's all in Russiagate besides Russia influencing our election? Well, we're trying to figure out, our government's trying to figure out if anyone in the Trump campaign had anything to do with that. If any of them conspired with, everyone wants to keep saying collusion or colluded with, and I, mm, that's weak, that's not even a crime conspired with is what it really is because it would be a conspiracy against the country. And so the focus of the Russia investigation is to determine if there was any type of conspiracy or collusion with the Russian government by the Trump campaign. So we really started to see the beginning of this flow out with uh, Sally Yates warning the president and uh, his administration about Michael Flynn, who at that time was serving as the national security advisor. Uh, Before the inauguration, President Obama had already told Trump that, hey, I don't think you should hire Michael Flynn, but he hired him anyway because Trump hates Obama. So, uh, and he's stupid. (laughs) He should really heed the warnings of somebody who knows more than him, but whatever. So Sally Yates, who was the uh, acting attorney general at the time before uh, Jeff Sessions got in as attorney general, had warned them, the administration, about Michael Flynn. They didn't do anything about it. Uh, The She later ended up being fired by the administration. Then we had the Comey firing, um, which led to Bob Mueller, Robert Mueller, special counsel being hired to do the investigation into Russiagate. Because at that moment, when Comey was fired, James Comey was fired, who was the head of the FBI, it was shown that there may have been um, an attempt by the administration or by Trump himself to circumvent the investigation altogether. He wanted to shut it down is what he told Comey. Um, and as he was trying to get Comey's loyalty and get Comey to shut down the investigation, Comey refused. And so Comey was fired. Then we ended up with Paul Manafort being charged with conspiracy against the United States, as well as some other crimes we have. And Paul Manafort, in case you don't know who that is, he was the cha- uh, the campaign chairman for the Trump campaign in 2016. Then we had Michael Flynn's indictment. We had George Papadopoulos' guilty plea. We have the Republicans' attempt at this very moment to try to thwart the investigation by slowing down their own uh, investigations that they're doing within their own committees, the intelligence committees in the House and the judiciary committees in the House and in the Senate. All of their investigations are really starting to kind of slow it down. And they use that opportunity when they are talking to people to talk about Hillary Clinton, who is not the president and she's a private citizen right now. It's insane. And also there are attacks now on Bob Mueller and trying to slight him as being partisan, although Bob Mueller is an actual Republican. So there you go. So that was just the third top thing that happened this year. Oh my God, in politics, Russiagate. We'll see how that turns out. Keep your eyes there because... Hey, depending on what happens in the 2018 elections, midterms, make sure you go out and vote. Everybody go vote, 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 vote in the midterm elections of 2018. Depending on what happens, we can see some interesting things go down in the administration, perhaps. Fourth thing, 
pulling out of the Paris Agreement. Apparently, we don't care anything about climate control any longer in our country. At least our federal government does not. And so they pulled out of the Paris Agreement, which left us as basically the only nation who is not focused on climate change now. Our administration are full of a bunch of fools who apparently do not believe in science and decided that no way, there's no way climate change is real, blah, 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 yada, 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 and came up with some ridiculous excuse to pull out of it. I talked about that in an earlier episode, so check it out. The constant attack on civil liberties makes the fifth thing that happened in politics this year. And I mean constant attack on civil liberties and really human rights in this country. It's been insane. Just to name a couple with the Muslim ban that Trump um, Trump had wrote and signed in as one of his um, little presidential uh, edicts almost, you know, uh, and that was challenged in court by uh, many attorney generals and by the ACLU and he finally won that one and the Supreme Court said he can totally have his Muslim ban. Uh, by the way, our Supreme Court is now 5-4 conservative. So after the Republicans stole Barack Obama's seat and gave it to their own person. Uh, also, immigration. Immigration has been a very, very sad thing um, in this country. Uh, since Trump came into office, it already already was a little. Um, it was already a little uh, shaky beforehand, but Trump has really ramped up the ICE raids and uh, really trying to terrorize the communities. Really, our Hispanic or Latino communities and push them out or push them into hiding. And the things they have been doing have been absolutely disgusting and tearing families apart. And it's been horrible. Um, but there have been a continued attack on civil liberties. Uh, Pence, who is vice president, is someone who is deeply religious. Don't even get me started on that. These people are Pharisees. But anyway, he is deeply religious. And so he is always trying to push his religious agenda as well. And so it's another attack when it comes to um, women's access to birth control and saying that employee employers don't have to pay for a woman's birth control, which is insane. Also, um, there are constant attack on abortion rights and women having the right to choose what they want to do with their pregnancies. So it has been insane and a ridiculous attack on civil liberties. Number six, multiple failed attempts at repealing the Affordable Care Act by the Republican Congress. We have keep we keep winning this one. I'm so excited. This makes me so happy. Um, the Republican Party, obviously, their thing they've been running on since 2010 has been to repeal the ACA or what they love to call Obamacare. And they had a few attempts this year now that they are in power. And let me tell you, it's failed every single time because the people have rose up and have demanded for them to take uh, care of us as a people and to not steal away something from so many of us that we need and to really take care of our sick because our sick and our most vulnerable communities deserve to be um, cared for and that's the right thing to do. 
So we have been beating them down with that one. With all the calls, the marches, the sit-ins, there has been a continued movement around that. And that is awesome. And it really shows the power we do still wield as a people. And we cannot forget that. Number seven, the revolving door of employment in the Trump administration. I'm not even going to go down the list because there have been so many people who have quit the administration or have been fired or forced out because of wrongdoing. It's insane. It really did start off with Flynn. We got Spicer, Ranks Priebus. Um, I can go on and on. Let's see here. Who else? Uh, Sean Spicer. I think I just said his name. Uh, God, so many people literally oh, finally ending with Omarosa Monaco Newton, who just got fired a few days ago. That's what she gets. So it has really been a revolving door. There is literally a list of people who have been fired or who have quit the administration. And you probably can find that anywhere online. I'm not going to go down that list, but it's insane. And it's funny because Donald Trump claimed he only hired the best people and it doesn't look that way. So there you go. Number eight, FCC repealing net neutrality and changing the Internet as far as we know it. Oh, my God. Ajit Pai, the FCC chairman, is a little devil. He has um, pushed for repealing net neutrality in the interests of the top three um, Internet service providers, Comcast, Verizon and AT&T. And it is a widely unpopular idea to repeal it. Uh, I believe it's something like 83% of Americans was against repealing um, the net neutrality. And now here we go. It has been repealed in a 3-2 vote by the FCC, right down party lines. Um, the The two women who are the two Democrats were the ones who voted against repealing net neutrality and the dissent by one of the chair, the chairwoman, um, Clyburn, which was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, she's a black woman. So shout out to her. She really had skewered what they were doing and let it be known that it was wrong and it was something that will transform how we all interact with the internet and with each other um, going forward. So hopefully we can get Congress to act and just go ahead and pass a law where uh, what was a new net net neutrality becomes the law of the land so that we don't have to keep going back and forth with this um, based on administrations that are in power. We just really need to make sure that people are protected and everybody have an equal opportunity to access the Internet. The Internet is free and open for everybody and that we all can access websites that we want to go to without fear of having to pay a premium to go to those websites. So it really is uh, something that is needed in the country because of where we are now. And uh, since our top three internet service providers keep getting larger and buying more and more um, different areas of media and creating themselves a little conglomerate that is scary in the first place. So we really, really need to focus in on that and uh, get some get those laws back in place and built around it to protect the people. Number nine, Tax Act. Cutting taxes for the wealthiest at the expense of the poor and middle class. They are robbing the poor to give to the rich. That's what the Republican Party is trying to do with this latest tax bill. 
so many of us don't even understand why we have a tax bill. We are doing very well economically as a country. This is probably one of the best. Uh, with the, we've been doing really well the last few years. There's been steady job growth. There's been steady um improvement in the economy our unemployment rate is has been declining over the years really i think since like 2009 or something like that or 2010 president obama had put in some really great stuff to help uh, boost the economy and get us moving forward again and pull us out of that great recession we were just in only for the republican party to work to drive us back to a recession. So that's what they're working on now by going forth again with their triple down economics and um, creating a tax bill that slashes the corporate tax rate from 39%, I believe it is, to something like 21% and cutting a lot of the deductions and whatnot that we have for our lower tax brackets and really providing some really cool stuff to the wealthiest people in our country. And in enriching themselves too, because why not? When you write the laws, you could might as well benefit yourself, I suppose. So unethical. So they are working on that. The plan, as far as I know it, is to have something written and voted on and signed into law before Christmas break. So they'll be working to vote on that next week. I believe the bill has actually been... Um, released the final bill that they have released the house had passed their own bill the senate passed their own bill both of them were were quite different they came together to build a bill that both of them would vote on and and this is the republicans i'm talking about because they shut out the democrats and so that um resulted in them creating a bill that they all could agree on and that they are now all ready to vote on because they all want to make sure that they can provide for their donors, not for their constituents, but for their donors. And that's what they are doing with this tax act. So that should be rolling out soon. And honestly, I implore all of you guys to make sure you are saving your money uh, going forward because a lot of the times, well, every time we've done this trickle down economics tax bill type nonsense it has resulted in a recession or a depression in the past since 1929 so i highly highly recommend saving your money and really being more cognizant of how you spend going forward finally number 10 i think i've already gotten a 10 but i don't know but basically our slow decline to authoritarianism run by despots and oligarchs. That's where we're going to. They are literally dismantling our constitutional democracy as we know it and doing it very, very quickly. And we are all watching as the American people. We have got to rise up. We got to fight. We got to push back. We got to make sure they know that every little thing they do is being monitored and watched by us and we don't like a lot of what they're doing and how they are running the country and so we are definitely going to work to get them all out of office because we need to save our democracy we have to save our country from the wealthy we have to save our, our country from authoritarianism which is what Trump is really trying to become here and we need to make sure that all of our people are taken care of not just our wealthiest people because that's what it's all about we we have an opportunity to 
become an even better nation because of this administration. And the reason why I say that is because we now see just how fragile our democracy is. And we now know what we need to do to ensure that it is protected going forward and that we are able to um, uh, make sure these type of people do not get into office ever again. Uh, We are probably need some term limits. We need some definite changes in our policy and in our laws. We need things to be more concrete about what the president can and cannot do and the powers of the government and really the power of the people. The people probably need a lot more power than what we currently have. And so I'm very, very, very disturbed by what I have seen uh, this year from this administration and from the Congress who have supported everything that this administration has done, or at least have looked the other way. It's just so they can get what they want and enrich themselves. And so that's not cool. We have to make sure that we don't allow ourselves to become um, an authoritarian government or um, run by a psycho regime like we see in other nations. So that is the top 10 in politics. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on or what happened in um, inside of the social and pop culture areas. First up, the Oscars of 2017 started off. So what happened? The Oscar envelope mishap. That's what happened. La La Land call for best picture. Actually, the winner was Moonlight bit of an issue happened backstage with those envelopes resulting in the wrong envelope being given to the presenters and the wrong name being called. Uh, poor people got on stage and was ready to accept it then realized, oh, mm, nope, sorry, wrong envelope. That should have been Moonlight and having to call Moonlight on a stage. Very, very awkward moment, but shout out to Moonlight. That was a great film and definitely deserved the win. It was an awesome, awesome film. Next up, the Women's March and truly, truly, truly the launch of the resistance movement. Oh, my God. The Women's March, uh, obviously, in response to Trump's election and Trump's inauguration, literally the day after the inauguration, uh, the women came together from around the world and there were marches around the world at the same time. So cool. They dwarfed uh, Trump's inauguration numbers in D.C. and literally uh, created uh, or just fueled a movement, uh, the resistance movement against the Trump administration. And that thing's been moving full steam ahead ever since we've been fighting like I said, in the politics section, health care, uh, net neutrality. We've been fighting the, against this tax bill. We've been fighting against so much stuff. We've just been fighting, um, uh, fighting for science, fight, uh, fighting for our kids and education, fighting, fighting, fighting. So shout out to those organizers of the Women's March and what you guys uh, did there and really reminding us of the power of the people. They took some 
they took from the playbook of the Black Lives Matter movement, in a sense, which literally was something that fueled us all to get back into activism and remind us that we have power and we can use our feet, we can use our bodies, we can use our voices, we can use our vote to make sure that we affect change in the nation. And so we saw that in the Black Lives Matter movement that is still going on as we fight against police brutality. And we see it now in our pushback against this administration and against injustices that are happening through this administration so the women's march number three get out oh my god that was a true horror film for us black folks it really was um mm, great film by jordan peele uh we literally saw a horror film about how the nice little liberal white folks who are our neighbors and our co-workers still can have some very racist um, elements within them that can cause them to do some things that they would normally do. And it really, it may have took things to like an extreme and how it, it perpetrated that, but it was just so powerful because I believe that it's a reminder to not just our community, because we already know we can't trust everybody. We know everybody's still got a little racism in them and they have some things they need to deal with. But we really, really opened the eyes up to a lot of our, our white liberal cohorts who probably didn't even realize that those little small things that they may say or may do are racial and, and racist in nature. And um, it made them hopefully begin to think differently and hopefully even act differently Uh, we have a long 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 way to go but this movie did a great job at at least showing what that looked like and so get out was great unfortunately hollywood apparently saw it as comedy and it's up for a comedy uh best comedy award for the golden globes which it should have not it shouldn't be a comedy it should be drama even though it was funny it should have been a drama because it was very much so dramatic (laughs) um yeah there's nothing comical about racism so there's that also while we're talking about the golden globes not cool that girls trip did not get a nomination or tiffany hadish for comedy because that was the best comedic film of the year uh highest grossing of the year insane cast extremely hilarious i saw it twice okay that movie was so great and tiffany hadish is just she is amazing she is such a gem and she deserved awards for her what for what she did in that film and so ugh Hollywood. Do better, baby. Number four, Beyonce's pregnancy announcement. Oh, the twins, sir, and Rumi Carter. So Beyonce did a photo shoot covered in flowers. She looks like Mother Earth or Mother Nature or whomever. I don't know. 
But she had a cute little flowers all around her and veiled as she announced her pregnancy with twins. And we got to meet the twins, Sir and Rumi, that they were born uh, later on this year. And so shout out to B. We are so excited for her. And while she was very much so pregnant, Homegirl performed at the Grammys and did a whole entire presentation is insane like girl get it because I couldn't have done it (laughs) so shout out to Beyonce we always love her the true queen bee we are a part of the beehive here at beautifully complicated podcast number five Hurricane Harvey and Irma American citizens and celebs truly stepped up in a major way to um, address uh, what the destruction of Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma that hit Texas and Louisiana and Florida and the Caribbean islands, uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, all of that. Um, God, they were sending planes and of supplies and food and cooking for them and just doing some amazing stuff. They stepped up when the government did not step up the way the government should have. And so shout out to our celebrities and shout out to our American citizens because so many of us also pitched in and gave money and volunteered and did such amazing work to continue to help each other out. That's what it's all about. That's what we need to be doing. Number six, Blackish Juneteenth episode. Brilliant. Just brilliant. Oh my God. The Roots song about Juneteenth. Like, that was a great episode. It was very well done. It was very theatrical in appearance and feel. Just great storytelling, reminding us of something of what happened in the 1800s at the end of slavery and just such an amazing production. Uh, Shout out to the Blackish crew, the filmmakers, the directors and producers, actors and actresses. You guys did a great job with that episode. It was so freaking cool. So amazing and so powerful to just I've not seen anything on TV that talked about Juneteenth like that and talked about something that is very sacred to a lot of us because unfortunately it was a moment in our history that's very dark, but it was still celebratory because those who had been lied to and not told that they were free were finally made free, finally gained their freedom. And so... It's, it was powerful and that was a really great episode. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend checking it out on Hulu. I really, really do. It was an amazing episode. Number seven, I think. <laughs> Stranger Things 2, the upside down got a whole lot darker. Oh my God, that was great, 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 great. I, okay, so I'm a huge fan of Stranger Things. I just love those kids, Dustin and... Just all of those kids are just so great. They are so hilarious and they do such an amazing job in that show. Uh, I don't know why they have not been getting awards uh, for their acting because they do a great job. It is such a great show. Anyway, so season two came out um, at the end of October. I believe it was October 29th or something like that. But at the end of October, just in time for Halloween, 
season two came out and it was absolutely amazing. And Eleven showed us just how powerful she can really be. And that girl just, mm mm-mm. It was great. You got to see it. So Stranger Things 2 definitely gets a shout out here because it was so great. The Me Too movement launch with the Weinstein allegations and literally have just grown to hit Hollywood, politics, media, just every industry is being hit by the um, sexual assault and sexual harassment cases that women and men are bringing forward about what they experienced with these people. Uh, It's been absolutely horrendous as a woman we all know, just how pervasive this culture is in our um, nation and probably really across the world. And there is a real issue when it comes to people believing they have power over your body and over your uh, your personal space. And it's just not the case. And so to see these women and men, because men also are victims of sexual assault and sexual harassment, to see all of them come forward and just speak their truth and speak out against these people who have done horrible things to them it is it's been very empowering it's been very sobering and it's been very um it it has literally transformed so many of the things that we are seeing now come forward in uh, our country as we are seeing um award shows changing and i believe it's the sag awards that will have all women presenters and um the women that are attending the golden globes are talking about wearing all black we've saw movies have that were led by kevin spacey be reshot in like a matter of two weeks and and to star another actor instead in his place we saw shows just shut down and uh my guy it's just been crazy firings of kevin spacey matt lauer tavis smiley resignations of representative john conyers now and senator al franken uh it's just getting started i think we'll see a lot more coming down the pipeline in 2018 and um yeah it's it's crazy so that's the me too movement what the health it literally took the country by storm so it's a documentary about a plant-based diet and the effects it could have on your body from the standpoint of health and certain diseases and uh, really exposed some of our biggest organizations that um, raise money to push for cures for certain um, illnesses and how they are funded by some of the um very industries whose products may be harming our body as a vegan as someone who has a plant-based lifestyle I have a whole foods plant-based diet and it's something i adopted uh, fully this early 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 this year i was already moving towards it yet last year so i've been in this thing for quite some time but for someone who is vegan, it has been astonishing to see so many people uh, change over and adopt veganism in their diets. And we've seen it in Hollywood, in sports. Oh, my gosh, just hidden everywhere. The black community. Yay. I'm so excited because we are really hard hit by heart disease and diabetes. And so to see us starting to pay more attention to the food we put in our body and adopt the changes that are necessary to heal our body has just been so great. I'm so excited about that because we don't have to continue 
um, this stream of illness that exists within our families, we can shut it down. We can shut it down just by changing what we put in our body. It's as simple as buying different foods at the grocery store and cooking our food in different ways. We eat a lot of veggies in the black community, actually, but we just need to make sure we eat more vegetables, more grains, more legumes, our beans and more fruits and get rid of a lot of the fried foods, a lot of the meats, a lot of the dairy and change our ways. Uh, We can cook just about every soul food meal known to man. You can almost make just about every single one of them vegan. Trust me, I know because I had a vegan Thanksgiving and you can do it. And it tastes really, really good. And so I really, 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 really am excited about how what the health and just um, the attention to the food that has happened in 2017. Now, that's been a great one for me. Black thought. This just happened. And I had to add this in because literally it's been on my mind for the last couple of days. Black thought from the legendary Roots crew had did a oh my god he literally lit the mic on fire for nine minutes of pure genius freestyling on hot 97 funk master flex freestyle and it was in freaking sane like i'm still digesting i watched it two days ago and i'm literally still digesting the lyrics like what he said in that verse crazy is just he was dropping all types of knowledge all types of gems the way his wordplay oh my god lyrically speaking the man was a he is a beast and so shout out to black thoughts and that phenomenal crazy super dope freestyle on hot 97 crazy So that's my top 20 things that happened this year. Top 10 for politics, top 10 in pop culture. It's been crazy. I miss so much stuff because there are so many things that happen. Like I could have went on and on and on, but I'm trying to cut this thing short because I'm trying to get to my vacation. So I hit it with those top 20 things. So many more things happened this year and it has been a crazy whirlwind year. I'm glad it's starting to reach the end of it. And I'm hoping and praying for a much better 2018 for all of us because we deserve it. This was a tough one. So that's it. That's our top 20. Check it out. Segment two, self-care. All right, so <laughs> we are at the end of 2017. So there are a few things we need to do. First, we got to leave some things in 2017. Next, we got to figure out what we're going to own in 2018. And then we got to prep for that new year. So we got some things to do, goals to set, moves to make. So let's go back. Leave some things in 2017. Seriously, create a list of top five things you plan to leave in 2017 because that thing's dead and gone. We need to go ahead and put it in a grave so we can move forward with 2018, making moves, or as Cardi B says, making money moves. We got to make some things happen. So here are top five things that I highly recommend we all 
leave in 2017. Number one, procrastination. That's my thing, y'all. I am a procrastinator. I will put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off, and put it off until it's almost at deadline. And then I have to hurry up and get it done. So let's leave procrastination in 2017. Let's get focused. Let's get uh, let's get motivated. Let's do this thing. When, when it hits us, do it then. If it can be done in five minutes, do it at that time. Let's get better about our time management and just get some things done. Number two, self-doubt. Stop doubting yourselves. Stop doubting what you can and can't do. Like you can do this. You have power. We are powerful. We need to empower ourselves and just go forward and take the risks, jump in, see what happens. Don't be so afraid of things and doubt yourself and what you can and can't do. You can do more than what you even realize it. So I recommend leaving self-doubt in 2017. Number three, negative speech. Ugh. We've got to stop talking bad to ourselves about ourselves. We've got to be empowering ourselves, speaking positive affirmations, not negative affirmations. Speak to what we desire, what we want to see and who we are, who we want to see ourselves become. Be more powerful in the statements that you tell yourself and don't talk so down on yourself. Give yourself an uplifting, upbeat pep talk when you need to and so that you can just push yourself forward. We can empower ourselves and be po- and be positive and speak positively to other people, speak into their lives, positive things and not always tearing each other down. So that's an important one. As we're talking about tearing each other down, number four is toxic people. Leave them in 2017, please. If they are not giving anything to you, they are not lending to your growth. They're not lending into your movement forward. If they are just harming you and leeching from you and not reciprocating what you give them, leave them in 2017. That means it's time to cut off some relationships that are harming us in a major way. We need to identify those. Sit down, identify who they are and start to work to move away from them. You deserve better. We all deserve better. Number five, fear. Leave fear in 2017. I've heard people say fear as being false evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R. Leave it. Fear. We don't know what could what could be, what could happen. There's a lot of shouldas and couldas, but it doesn't matter. You won't know what could be the outcome of something until you try it. So why allow yourself to be stifled by fear when you can at least try it and see what happens? And if it doesn't work out, you adjust and you figure out another way to make it happen. That's what it's really about. That's how you grow. You have to at least try it. You have to jump in, try it and adjust. Keep adjusting, keep learning from it and you will grow and you become so much better and you will achieve your dreams and your goals. So don't allow fear to paralyze you. Give yourself what you need by taking the risk and just defeating fear now. So let's leave that thing in 2017. So what are we going to own in 2018? First things first, we need to own our happiness. We need to own our happiness. We control how happy we are. And how do we do that? We determine who is in our lives that are stealing our happiness, getting rid of them, determining 
what heart, what makes us unhappy, what hurts us, what's make, what makes us sad and starting to push away from those things, finding our happiness, finding what gives us a joy like none other and doing that more, taking better care of ourselves. We own it. Own your happiness in 2018. Number two, peace. Own your peace in 2018. We had a hellish 2017. And so we all need some peace. So whatever helps you out, whatever helps you uh, obtain peace, do it. Meditation, prayer, uh, volunteering, helping out, helping other people, giving back, whatever it is, running in the park, whatever, whatever it is that gives you peace and just allows you to just breathe, do that thing. Number three, determination. We need to own determination. We need to be more determined in 2018. That really goes to my number four thing as well, driven. We need to be determined and driven to just go for what we want and do what we want to do. Just go for it. That's really what it's all about. And number five, speaking positively and power. Speak positivity. That negative speak, we're leaving it all in 2017. Let's start speaking power, speaking positive affirmations, writing them down, putting them around you, saying it quietly to yourself when you need to, speaking positively to other people, speaking peace and joy and love into their lives. Really, really, really being empowering of ourselves and those that surround us. And I'll give you a little bonus for this one. How about community support and supporting community? So not only supporting our, being supported by a community, but supporting other people and being their community too. Let's support and love on one another and uplift one another so that we can become stronger and more powerful. So what are we gonna do as we prepare for the new year? There are a few things that we should identify that we want to uh, work on mentally. Maybe we want to read more, know when to say no. That's something that a lot of us ladies need to work on, saying no when people are asking for our time and we don't want to give it up. Say no. We got other stuff going on. Say no. Self-care. Taking care of you first. You are no good to anyone else if you have not taken care of yourself. Don't forget that. Number two, physically. How do we prepare for the new year physically? So we need to exercise more. That's right. We got to get moving. Do whatever it is that you love to do. It could be kickboxing. It could be Pilates at a yoga. It could be exercising and weightlifting, uh, running, walking, whatever it is that you like to do that feels good to you. Dance. I don't care. Get physically. Get moving so that you can see some results in your life eat better eat more whole foods plant-based well food (laughs) eat more plants please honestly seriously eat more plants eat more things that are non-processed because those things are better for your body you need the nutrients you need the energy you'll feel a lot better you won't feel bloated and sick all the time so really just Start pushing away from a lot of that stuff that's toxic to your body and putting more things in there that energize and fuel your body. So really, really, really adopt a plant-based lifestyle. Please, please, seriously do that. Drink more water. We don't drink enough water, so we need to make sure that we are really focused and working on getting more water in our bodies and giving it what it needs. So Start to really drink more water, please. It's necessary. 
and spiritually meditation, prayer, videos, Super Soul Sunday. Hello. They always have such great people there on that show, uh, on Oprah's show on OWN. I highly recommend it. Looking up some videos of some other people who are just, you know, uh, in alignment with whatever your religion is or your belief systems and feeding that more so into your spirits to help you grow spiritually. Meditation is always great. It's just it gives you a sense of peace and calm that you need, especially in the middle of storms. And so I recommend no matter what's going on in your life, taking 20 minutes a day and just stealing that time away from everything and just meditating. There are so many cool apps that can really help you meditate and get that peace that you need and to help guide you through meditation because that's helpful. Trust me. And finally, we need to do some goal setting. Where do you see yourself December 31st, 2018? It's time to set the place to get to that place. It's time to set the strategies to get there. So you need to be specific. You need to create a plan. Strategy is the name of the game. Hope gets you nowhere. You need a strategy. You need a plan. You need to write it out. You need to figure out what it is you have to do step by step to get there and start driving through that thing slowly. Hold yourself accountable and get a team of accountability partners to help you out. Make it known of what you're trying to do, what you're working on, what your plan is, and hey, make people ask you how you're doing in that and where, how's it coming along? Because that's the only way to truly hold yourself accountable. Document and celebrate each milestone and achievement. Don't be afraid to celebrate yourself in those wins. Each of those wins is a big win. It may be small in your mind, but it's a big win because you did something else and you moved one step closer to achieving your goal. So create those little milestones and celebrate them as you hit them. You don't have to wait until January 1st to get started. You can start this thing today. You can start creating your strategy, your plan, setting your goals, whatever they are, and you don't need a whole avalanche of them. If you only have two or three goals, that's perfectly fine. Heck, if you only have one goal, it's a big goal, that's good enough for me. But set your goal and then make sure that you create that strategy now. You can start working on it, writing it out. What do you want to see month by month, quarter by quarter? What you what do you think needs to happen? What do you have to do to do those things to meet those goals throughout the year to hit your ultimate goal? So get started now. Why not? You've got time. You've got two more weeks or so before the new year. So might as well start jumping in it now, diving in and getting that thing done. So we're leaving some things in 2017, moving forward 2018. Get ready. It's going to be fabulous as long as you hold yourself accountable. Segment three, black excellence. In this segment on today's episode, we are highlighting black women for black excellence. Black women have shown time and time again that we are the group most willing to fight to keep the country in right standing. As we just witnessed in Alabama for the Senate election, we are the group who have been consistently showing up to try to protect our own liberties and lives, thus helping others as well. Black women are 
a force. We're driven, determined, we're trendsetters, groundbreakers, and launched movements. We're not afraid to hold others accountable and be vocal. We have more power than we even realize. It's time for us to make sure others realize that and force them to invest in us and uplift us more. This year alone, we've had Representative Maxine Waters leading the charge against Trump, Michelle Obama showing us what it looks like to be a servant in the community. Jamel Hill stating the obvious about Trump's racism and not being afraid of the backlash for doing it. Ava DuVernay taking the reins on the largest movie budget by a black woman in history with Disney's A Wrinkle in Time. Keisha Lance Bottoms becoming the mayor of Atlanta, Georgia. Vi Lyles becoming Charlotte's first black woman mayor. Black women in Alabama, with the help of our brothers, taking down Roy Moore in the Senate race, helping push Doug Jones to a victory in the deep red state. I could literally go on and on. Black women, we are powerful. Let's make sure we get the funding, the jobs and opportunities to match. It's time for society to pay us our dues. It's time for society to help us help our communities and continue to strive and push for change across industries and across the nation. Black women, you are a joy and I am so excited to be one of you. So for this final segment of Black Excellence in 2016, Black women, you rock. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Oh my God, this is it. It ends 2017. So we won't be back until mid-January 2018. So be on the lookout for our first episode of 2018, about about January 14th or 13th or so. So be on the lookout for that. I am excited that you guys have journeyed with me this year and have um, really participated in um, being a part of what I believe to be an amazing movement in this nation. We all have been very vocal and forceful and and seen some great things happen from that. And we've fallen short sometimes, but that's okay. We have power and we can continue to move forward and drive that power right on to the election of more Democrats in 2018, right on to more protections of our civil liberties, right on to our happiness, our peace and our joy and just meeting our own personal goals and business creation and marriages and love and whatever else we desire and want in our lives. We can do this thing in 2018. So thanks for listening all of 2017. You guys have been great. Make sure you share the podcast with your family and friends. Make sure they know about it. Like the podcast or however you decide to listen to your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Uh, make sure you like it. I'm probably going to get it on some other um, podcast sites, so be on the lookout for that. I'll announce it on our Facebook page. Make sure you like the Facebook page. It's beautifully complicated as one word podcast. You can like that, like it there. We always share updates on that on the beautifully complicated Facebook page website. Also, follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Sheena D. One at Sheena D as in David, the number one. I am on both platforms often and very, very active. So make sure you follow me there. Use the hashtag BCPod, beautifully complicated, or hashtag um, 
game changers because that's what we're going to do in 2018. We're going to be game changers in 2018. I'm excited about it. Thank you for listening this year. It's been great. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. See you guys in 2018. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.